You are listening to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. Don't adjust your dial. You heard that right. This is another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. It's not gone. It's just taking a long time to create content. But thank you for listening. Thanks to all the fans that have been here from the beginning and all the new fans that are out there in the audio world right now. In this episode, I've got a post about taking a day trip to Meridian State Park. Learn about what you can expect at this lovely park, including camping and hiking information. Also, I'm talking about a new product that Yeti has called the Yonder. But will you change to to a yonder if you already use a Nalgene. Stay tuned to that segment in the episode. And again, thank you for listening. I took a day trip to Meridian State Park, ending a multi-day park adventure of camping and hiking. This state park has some amazing views, birding opportunities, fun trails, and of course, Lake Meridian. This is also a Civilian Conservation Corps park. And the CCC-built refectory is definitely a point of interest worth visiting. Visiting here during the off-season gave me an appreciation for the space, but I could definitely imagine what it's like when the water levels are up and tons of people are enjoying the various features of this park. The drive to the park takes you through some fun small towns, and when you arrive to the park, the visitor center is decorated differently than other visitor centers I've visited. The building itself used to be a building for storage, but I'll let the rangers tell you more about it. This park features six points of interest that range from historic to scenic, and they are as follows. One, the Civilian Conservation Corps Refectory, the CCC Stone Grill, Bee Ledge, Fern Ledge, which is my top pick, Wildflower Field, and finally, the CCC Bridge. The road here splits off in two directions at the refectory, and I totally messed up and left off the western part of the road to view point of interest number two, but definitely go check out the grill. Otherwise, if you head to the right at the refectory, you'll be taken down a one-way road that loops all the way back to the visitor center. Visit texastrailhead.com for the trail map and park map. Alright, so for the camping, there are three main camping site options at Meridian State Park. Full hookup sites are $25 per night, campsites with electricity are $20 per night, and primitive sites are $15 per night. The primitive sites are located in the Shinnery Ridge area and offer a woody landscape with easy access to the water. The other camping areas, including the shelters, are all on the eastern part of the park near the visitor center and refectory. Hiking at Meridian State Park. There are four main trails at Meridian State Park, including the Bosk Hiking Trail, which is 2.2 miles, the Shinnery Ridge Trail, which is 1.5 miles, Little Forest Junior Trail, 0.8 miles, and the Little Springs Trail, which is only 0.7 miles. The Bosk Trail takes you to the perimeter of the park, including over the dam that created Lake Meridian. There are some great views of the water and refectory from here. Head towards the Little Forest Trail for access to three points of interest, including the highly recommended Fern Ledge and the Bee Ledge, which will give you a great view of the water. The Fern Ledge is a ledge, but it's the ferns underneath that give it its name. There are no ropes or barriers here, so you'll need to watch your step. You can get a great view of the ferns growing from under the ledge in multiple angles. 
If you're into birding, on the other side of the road, there is a neat bird blind to check out some additional wildflowers. The Bee Ledge Overlook is a quick hike that takes you to a wonderful view of Lake Meridian. Because the water levels were too low for the boat ramp, people were out on the lake in their kayaks. Plenty of paddling opportunities on this water to take in some views. The Bee Ledge is a stop along the Bosque Hiking Trail, so you can have a snack here to fuel up. Some of my Meridian State Park final thoughts. Meridian is one of those smaller parks that offer the perfect amount of recreation and probably not completely overrun with guests. It has some great hiking for the entire family and all experience levels, but water views, fishing, and it's tucked away from any major city make this a great place to visit. Sometimes you really just want to get away from it all, and Meridian State Park is a great place to do just that. Will the new Yeti bottle have you trading in your Nalgene? The new Yeti Yonder water bottle raises a lot of eyebrows, but for hikers and backpackers, this may be the perfect next purchase. Austin, Texas-based Yeti has been a bottle and cooler juggernaut for decades because the items were built to last and kept your drinks hot or cold. Yeti just launched the Yonder bottle that is lighter, it isn't insulated, and plastic, and fans of the brand are confused as to why. Being overbuilt is part of the brand's mantra, so when the plastic water bottle was announced, Yeti's comments section went a little haywire. Initial feedback for the Yeti Yonder had fans of the brand seeming to love what they do well in making something out of plastic. They thought that seemed to have gone against everything Yeti is known for. The Yonder water bottle is marketed as its lightest bottle yet, but also durable as it's shatter-resistant plastic. It features a familiar drinking spout and a three-finger twist-off cap. The bottle is available in four colors that are all translucent. It's also available in two different sizes. So here's what it can't do. It's not made for keeping drinks cold. It's a plastic bottle, and eventually, it will also accumulate condensation. And it doesn't really handle hot drinks or carbonation. Here's what it does, though. It's light. According to the product description, Yonder Water Bottles are strategically engineered to be both lightweight and virtually shatter-resistant, allowing you to haul essential hydration further and higher. The bottles are also BPA-free and leak-proof. For hikers and backpackers, having a lightweight bottle option is essential when you're on long trips. Having used the Rambler bottle early on, shedding that weight is ideal. But the issue is, there's already a great plastic water bottle that tons of outdoor enthusiasts adore. In the Nalgene. So that's where a lot of commenters are confused. When Yeti started to release insulated cups and bottles, brands started coming out of every corner replicating that technology. So it makes sense that Yeti would take a quiet step backward to compete with something that's used among plenty of hikers and backpackers and fans of spending time outside. The Yonder is available in two sizes, 25 ounces for $25 and 34 ounces for $28. In comparison, Nalgene bottles are available in a variety of sizes, but most commonly in a 32-ounce wide-mouth bottle at $15.99. But... They're also made in the USA. Yeti bottles 
Well, if it's like all of the other products they make, they'll probably be made in Asia. So would you switch to the Yeti Yonder water bottle for your next adventure? Let me know in the comment section, or hit me up on Instagram, at the Texas Trailhead. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes, or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead.